Hello again, everybody. This is Dan Young with Total Wellness Radio. This is episode 55 on the Anchor platform. And today I get a special guest with me. His name is Omar Cumberbatch. He's in New York City, of all places. He is a professional health coach. He's a founder of Health Coach Academy. He's also a radio talk show host, has studied in his career thus far over a uh, hundred different dietary theories on how to help people uh, be successful in their area of health and, and also a variety of practical lifestyle coaching methods. So, Omar, welcome to Total Wellness. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, Doc. Appreciate it. Yeah, I'm excited about getting reconnected with you. You and I had a wonderful time together here some weeks back, and, and i got to tell you, it's been crossing, you know, off and on, you know, it crosses my mind to get connected back with uh, awesome people and and uh, you agreed to do this uh, this particular podcast uh, uh, series with me, and so I thank you for doing that. Oh, listen, I appreciate it. It's a pleasure. Like I said, um, you, you were a fantastic guest, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to releasing that episode as well once it's edited up and uh, you know all ready to go. So thanks again. Yeah, well, my pleasure, my pleasure. It's um, you and I actually connected on uh, I think it was either LinkedIn or Facebook or somewhere. One of those business platforms, Instagram, that's right, Instagram, yeah, Instagram. yeah that's how we connected, it was on Instagram, and, and uh, you know, I get, I get, I feel like I'm the one, I'm the lucky one today, because I just get to sit back and, and pose a lot of really probing questions, and, All good. and let Inspired. you, I want, I want you to share your journey, your experience, you know, primarily, uh, you know what makes you tick, and and how you help your clients be real successful. And so we're just gonna we're gonna bounce around. We're gonna cover a lot of different things in the next half hour, forty five minutes. And uh, so I'm really excited about it. I, I kind of just want to start and let you start at the beginning, which is why you got involved in the coaching industry and in, in the wellness industry. Yeah, I've always been like the kind of coach. Like so, all my friends kind of just call me the coach you know I'm one of those kind of people who just has uh, a natural gift as far as like trying to get people to kind of see a, an easier path you know sure. I always used to think like I wish I had an older brother like because you know I feel that life is is, is too complicated and too short to learn like every single um, thing on your own right so I really embraced having like a, a younger siblings and kind of tell them what I went through so that they don't have to go through the same nonsense I did. Exactly. And I happen to be a kind of a thick skull when it comes to a lot of things. And the kind of way I fell into health is I, I always wanted to be healthy. I always wanted to be fit. I always wanted to have, uh, say, an athletic uh, body or eat well and stuff. And I just was not seeing the results that I expected for the amount of work that I was putting in. Exactly. And and. I started looking deeper. So I really became fascinated. And again, because I have this, you know, thick skull and I, I just kind of think like, Oh, if I run another mile, I'd get to a certain point or I thought I can outwork like some things that you just don't necessarily have the capability to do so. Gotcha. So I, I started doing some research and I really came to a point where it's like, I, I stumbled upon just the effects of really the food and being a young person, I think a lot of people out there just kind of neglect that part of it. Huge. And yep. I was taking, yeah, it's totally huge, taking muscle milk and all kinds of different things that I thought were you were supposed to take. And it was doing a lot more damage to me than I realized at the time. 
And um, just just doing some research, stumble upon like the effects the you know that sugar did on my body, and like there was just things where I say I have to lose weight, and I was like I said running five miles a day, thought okay maybe if I go to six I'll start losing weight, nothing happened. And the simplest thing I did was really just stumble upon like the effects of sugar Mm. on your body and how huge, huge, and you know I, I know that you're a big proponent of it as well, and just like just I cut back and weight was falling off me to a point where people were asking, oh, you all right? Are you sick? Yes, like, and <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. And, and that just one little change, like, inspired me to just kind of delve deeper. Like, I only got to do this one thing instead of doing all this work over here. And I was fascinated by it. And I just kept learning and learning more about just nutrition and even, you know, other method, uh, methods sure. that can help a person. And I'm like, I like to share and I wanted to share that with people. And just even that simple thing, I think it was amazing. That's how I kind of went down that rabbit hole. Yeah. It sounds like when some of your earliest comments in this interview is that you really, you like to be a problem solver. Totally. Like you like to step in and say, Hey, have you thought about looking at it this way or doing that? You know, like you said, we're, none of us are going to live long enough to learn it all. So on our own experience. So we need to be wise enough and humble enough to learn from the experiences of others. Absolutely. Yeah. And and that's the beautiful thing that I think coaching does. And I, I really enjoy just sharing like little tidbits because just simple changes in your lifestyle just goes a tremendous <laughs> way when it comes to getting to your goals. So I, I really enjoy that. So did you have growing up, Omar, did you have like, like a family member, like a mom or a dad that struggled with their health or a sibling or friends? Was there other, you know, external factors that kind of got your attention and and kind of pulled on your heartstrings so to speak to say hey i need to look at doing something different or was it strictly an internal thing that you wanted to pursue it was definitely an internal thing i you know i i think i got caught up into uh, uh, just the, the media i thought that you have to have this particular like shape and this that the other and i wanted that and i just couldn't get it by gotcha. the methods that they were kind of telling me. Gotcha. Um, and I, you know, that was, of course, in my younger days. And, that, you know, that's what I was seeking out at the time. Now, you know, I've definitely turned it to just I just want to feel good. I just want to be healthy. I don't, I don't want to um, have back pain like I used to just because I was carrying extra weight and stuff like that. So to, as far as a, like a family member, I didn't have it at the time uh, growing up. Later on in life, um, my sister had uh, cancer at a very you know very young age she was in her 30s uh, I think it was kind of a fluke thing I you know I know cancer is a very opportunistic kind of disease and stuff like Certainly. that but you know her diet wasn't where it was supposed to be yeah. it was a lung cancer that she's never smoked a day in her life it's one of those kind of things that are kind of um nobody knows where it came from kind of but that sure. was definitely later in life and that's where I kind of you know I definitely more cognizant of that part of the journey as well. How old old was she when she was diagnosed? She was diagnosed uh, 32. Wow. Yeah. Never spoke the day in her life. Um, Was actually that person who was like, don't you dare smoke. It was, it's, but you you never know. And, And it's what's scary. And, you know, like going through that journey with her was like a lot of young women are dealing with, these type of cancers, lung yeah. cancer specifically, out of nowhere. It's just like a, it, nobody can explain it. Yeah. I would submit to you, um, first of all, did you get a copy of my book? 
Did you ever get that no, in the mail? No. I did not. Well, we're going to correct that today, first off. Secondly, <laughs> in there and on this topic, I mean, it seems like, you know, I, I, one of my mentors a long, long time ago, he said, things don't just happen, things happen just. But if we're not aware of what is taking place that leads up to these types of illnesses, mm-hmm. um, and one of the number one things that we find clinically is that the people that develop that type of, of like you say, opportunistic illness... Um, and although the diet may not be, you know, you know, the diet's off and things of that nature, but typically we find uh, a lot of toxicity in the GI tract, the bowel, you know, bowel cleansing, things of that nature. And, and that's where these things stem from, especially with the lungs. Um, it tends to be a big, uh, a big relationship there. But, but anyways, that's uh, now, now where's, what's the status of that with, with your sister? Unfortunately, she passed away after six years wow. fighting it so um it's a it's a it's a it's been six months and yeah it's it's she fought the fight i mean wow. when they actually diagnose it and this is like a, another thing that i you know unfortunately appreciate as far as her journey to share yeah like she she was going into the doctors all the time like coffee yeah. i mean she had a cough that was like like a, there was a demon inside her body. It was terrible. And yep. they basically were kind of telling her, oh, you're too young. It can't be that. It oh, can't no. be this. And they kind of pushed her down the road, like saying, you, they, they told her she had to lose weight, um, take a vacation, you're stressed. I mean, it was ridiculous, the kind of diagnosis that she oh, my was getting. And um, when they found it, it, it was stage four. Oh, So... It, it, it was, um, so she fought the fight, you know, yeah. it was one of those things, but like one of her messages to people is like, you know, if you feel that there's something wrong, don't just get the first opinion and say, Oh, I'm glad that it's not something. Get the second opinion, get the third opinion. If you yep. know your body yes. um, and there's something wrong to make sure you find out what's wrong because yeah. the consequences are unfortunate. You know? Yeah. That's wise advice. That's very wise advice. And, and it's something that we all should pay attention to. Well, I'm sorry for your loss, and I I appreciate how you you know you present that that she fought that fight and and um, you know as as far as your journey and the experiences you've had with that. Now, how do you how do you take that into your coaching? I mean, what do you is it like fuel for your fire to say, hey man, straighten up, knock it off, fly right? Or I mean, how do you use yeah. that in your coaching? Oh, I definitely um, use her as an example in a lot of things, especially like I said that particular point. It's like you know if you think there's something wrong um find out what's wrong you're yeah. probably right trust your gut trust your instincts that sure you know your body's trying to tell you something and, and that's kind of what i've learned you know through her experience and my own like just you know make sure you seek out some some uh, validation of the way that you're feeling and um, don't don't ignore it sure. so that's definitely a part of it and i think that is it, it is a good example especially for people who like i like enjoy coaching who are uh, you know, maybe in the th- uh, late thirties, forties, fifties. You know, we we have to take control of like our health, and yeah. it's just one of those things that the preventative stuff comes out more just because of it. Like, I really yep. think that you know we we have the opportunities to use preventative um, approaches so that we don't have to go down that route. So yeah, it definitely provides a lot of fuel um, to 
what I do as a coach and, sure. and what I enjoy kind of sharing that message. And, you know, people get scared. Like, you know, oh, my God, she's, she's only dirty. And they kind yeah. of, you know, I, I deal with clients who haven't got a checkup in 10 years. Yeah. You know, like, just do it. Like, check, yeah. check, see, see what's going on. Check your sure. cholesterol. Check your, you know, and, um, is that one of the ways that you try to put them into control? Or I guess that was going to lead into my, my next question is what are like two or three of the key things that you as a coach find that you can do with people that successfully puts them back in control? I mean, what are, what are some of the things that you could share on that maybe? Well, yeah, for, I definitely tell like most clients, like just, just try to get a basic checkup, you know, just, I, you know, I, I don't know what they're going to necessarily reveal. Um, you know, and you know, I have a, uh, love hate relationship with, <laughs> with the medical profession. Yeah. Like you know, there, there's a lot of things that I know we don't want to go down that rabbit sure, hole. Sure, I, I think that you know they do provide a lot of great things, and you know, be a good doctor and provide baseline information that maybe we can improve off. Like you know, they, you get a basic blood panel telling that your vitamin D is and you know very low. Exactly, we want to know that. Let's let's get that information. Let's get that better. So I, I definitely think that we. Um, definitely touch on that as like kind of the intro kind of call to kind of get that straight sure. i also really enjoy just kind of just and you might find it a little funny i really am obsessed with the american breakfast and the sugar content in the american breakfast and huge huge thank and, you and for touching on this i want you to spend some time on this one because i know there's a lot of people that are going to listen to this and that's, I know you get this too, one of their big questions, what do I have for breakfast? Oh, totally. And, <laughs> and you know what? It's the most important meal of the day. And everybody you knows like, we're, we're eating it. It's just, we're just eating the wrong things. And it, I always, I always couple that with the fact that I'm so obsessed with the sugar thing, right? You know, just overall and how limiting that is can just create wonderful changes in your life. And You'd be shocked. Like nine times out of ten, my clients are like, "Well, I don't eat that much sugar." <laughs> like, I'm yeah. Like, what do you have? I love that one. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have. I'd say the average client that I have takes in, I'd say, easy fifty grams of sugar at breakfast. Easy. I have to agree, and they don't it's, even realize it. Don't even realize. No, it. I just had a, a presentation um, at, at a court facility and we had about 20 people and we were you know i had my my props i always bring my props um and, and I, the one that i kill everybody off of in in the right off the bat everybody drinks coffee so what do you have in your coffee i have half i know it's uh skim milk and three sh uh three sugars <laughs> and the other and then I bring my little bottle of milk. It's like, how many grams do you think is in this bottle? I'm sorry, yeah, grams of sugar is in this. Right. Yeah. Well, it can't be anything. <laughs> I bought one that had 19 grams of sugar. <laughs> yep. And twice as much as they should have all day. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and then they add their own sugar. So it's like it. it their their jaws always drop just off that. And then I'm like, yeah. you know what? You can pretty much cut your sugar consumption a third if you just eat a regular breakfast just and again it's, yeah. it's just trying to point that out that that's a it's hidden sometimes it's just things that you wouldn't expect it to be in that's where it is and they kind of steer the right way after exactly. that and 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 my my um I always get good results because once they change their breakfast, they like automatically lose weight in their abs. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's never absolutely failed. amazing. Absolutely amazing. Just the mild changes that 
and you can start getting that big result. It's kind of like what you mentioned earlier in the beginning of the of the interview here about how you were working very hard. You were doing solid things, but you weren't seeing the results. Absolutely. And and something like what you just said can be that like one little simple click on the dial. But if a person will start doing it consistently, it's not a lot of hard work. Doesn't take a lot of effort, but awareness and discipline. Awareness. Yeah, they get, absolutely. They get the results. So. Yeah. And, and another thing, and like I said, we could talk about sugar forever. Like, a lot, I have a lot of resistance. Yeah, like, oh, I gotta have something <laughs> sweet, you know? <laughs> and I'd say, I guarantee them, listen, just scale back. I guarantee your taste buds will change. Yep. And it never failed. Yep. This thing that I used to drink, I, I was a soda addict, at least like a lot of people are. I literally couldn't eat dinner without having a soda. I just was something that I couldn't do it was right. an, an addiction it was just right it was crazy but now i i can't drink that soda because it's literally too sweet for me. yeah and it's it just was over a course of time that people have to understand that their bodies do change and yes you're not gonna crave the same things that you have at the beginning of your journey and that's true and have in your middle and you know it's, it's what it is we get people uh, turned on to smoothies and things of that nature. Whatever it is, it's going to get it that you know that that dense nutrition introduced to the body, and they they come back and they say, you know, that really tasted like a freshly mowed yard. And I'm like, you know, give it three weeks. I promise, if you just do it every day for three weeks, yeah, you won't taste it. that way anymore. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So when you're coaching, um, what are some of the other things that you like to do as far as, um, like, do you have, uh, for example, food logs or food journals, or do you have, like, uh, people kind of list out their routine their, their routine with you, then you can kind of analyze it and say, hey, here's what's missing, or try that. Kind of give me a feel for your coaching style. I'm very, very curious. Yeah, totally. Um, in the beginning, in like intro calls, I tried my best to have them log their meals for the first week. I want them to make sure that they log everything. And I always equate it to it's it's just like a budget. It's like, you know, that person who's like, I don't have any money and, you know, I don't know where the money goes. It's like, well, how many times do you go to Starbucks a day? And five times. And yeah. which, which coffee yeah. do you get? You get the $7 one. I was like, there's, yeah. there's your money. There it <laughs> so is. Yep. It, it's the same thing with food. It's yeah. the same thing, like, just log it and then we'll look over it. And then I, I'll, I'll point out, like, you know, I'll bring my props. I love props because, like I said, I, 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 one of the big offenders, and especially, you know, I'm gonna throw the ladies under the bus for a second, just for two seconds. Right. They love they love their yogurts. So I always bring the typical yogurts that's like, uh, you know, blueberry. Yep. And it. Yep. And then I bring my Snickers bar. <laughs> <laughs> my Snickers bar has 27 grams of sugar, and my Dannon has 25 yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'd rather eat the Snickers bar <laughs> but you know it's just that like you said you said it uh, earlier it's just the awareness um, yep. putting it out on paper so people can actually see and then once they see I start trying to just talk them through the idea that you gotta substitute some of these things Yep. and, and we thank God we live in a world now that there's just a substitute for everything yes there is you know, you name it. So no matter what it is that we we can find something that's going to satisfy you know their their food cravings that are equally as good that they probably just weren't aware of. Yeah, that's one of the things that I I definitely walk them through as well. 
and and I do try to say like after the, like the second or third week, I really, uh-huh. you know, obviously the scale always moves once they make these little changes. But I was like, Damn, how did you feel after this meal? Go back to the log, and they're like, well, I feel I felt good with this. I didn't feel good with that. Then we start kind of getting down that rabbit hole of you know maybe you shouldn't be eating that wheat. Maybe you have something going on there. Maybe that dairy is doing something to you there. Yep. Because yep. it, it's so funny, especially when you're dealing with, with the guys. Yeah. It's like pizza, you know, and you kind of feel compelled. Like you have to eat pizza. Pizza's great. This, that, the other. But some people just can't eat pizza. This, the dairy and the gluten kind of thing just, yep. it's like a time bomb. Just tears them up. Yep. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, you know, you feel like crap because of that, right? You know, <laughs> oh, I can't. I'm like, all right, next week when you do it, let me know how you feel. And then I right. go and it exposes to them, and it's like, you know, after I say, yeah, I can't do that anymore, and yep. they feel better. So that that's a little bit of my coaching style in the beginning, because after a while, like, I, I it's, it's a step-by-step thing, because once you start feeling better, you start losing weight, you start being more conscious of things, then I start introducing just the, the, the other stuff, sure. <laughs> because the other stuff is, you know, the sleep, the stress. Yes. Um, just the overall lifestyle changes yeah. that will just get better as you go along. But I, I don't even touch that in the beginning because, <laughs> you know, it freaks people out. They don't even want to, keep, to hear about anything. Yeah. But as we develop a relationship, I drop a couple of nuggets on them. Right, yeah. You don't want to there. stress the relationship too early. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> it's too overwhelming. Let's, let's, let's cut back on the sugar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Craig, one of our clinicians here at the clinic does that with people who says, look, you give me an honest six days, and on that seventh day, you do whatever you want. And that's what he tells them, and so he wants them to follow their, you know, if they've got some food avoidance things going on, like the wheat, dairy, sugars, grain, that kind of stuff. And he'll say, look, you give me an honest six days, then you can have a day of all the sin food you want, right? Right, right. Yeah. And what happens is is they'll do that to themselves, and when they come back, they start describing how upset they were and how bad they felt with yeah. their day when they were yeah. back, you know, they were making those choices and following what his recommendations were. So, so yeah, it's interesting that you bring that up. It reminds me of what Craig does here in the clinic, so... Yeah, no, Craig's on the money because, like, <laughs> you'd be surprised. Like, you can't hold – and that's the funny thing, too. You can't hold that seventh day over a person to begin with because they don't know what it is to feel good and then feel like crap because yeah. they, they just – they're kind of getting used to that feeling. So, yeah. like, he, like, he did that six-day approach. You start feeling good and then you get you get smacked. <laughs> you can't realize that on day one, which is th- – that's that's an important thing and it's a yeah. smart tactic. <laughs> yeah, he he enjoys doing it. I don't enjoy hearing about it, but he enjoys doing it. So that's good stuff. Yeah. So who uh you you know, I've 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 listened to some of your, your podcasts. I love the stuff you're doing and, and uh who's been some of the like the other mentors that you've had that has really influenced um you know the direction of your of your coaching career? Um by far, Sean Croxon. Um, Sean um, used to have the number one iTunes podcast for many years called Underground Wellness. Um, he had every imaginable like health expert on his show. Um, gotcha. he, I mean, he's honestly one of the pe- reasons, if not the only reason I've gone into the podcasting space is because he does what I would love to do. I mean, he's really just somebody who – 
gets gets authors on the show, reads their book, and then asks questions that he has of the book. I think that's amazing. I could do that for the rest of my life. That's great, <laughs> no, yeah. no issue. Um, but Sean is definitely at the forefront of the people who I would absolutely say has been uh, my mentor. He also is somebody who kind of, you know, he's transitioned from that. He's gone on to other things. He's more like in the motivational space now. Right. Um, but he did he, – he, his his big catch, and I like I think he branded this as well, is jerf. So basically, his thing is just eat real food. And jerf. Okay. That's what what it's about. Like yeah. and, you know, it always approach, boils down to that. It does. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not that complicated, <laughs> you know. And I, that he's definitely been somebody who's influenced me in that respect for sure. Gotcha. And I, I give him a lot of credit for that's that. That's awesome. Yeah. We we tend to unfortunately because we've been so well marketed to. We we tend to eat for for pleasure, not purpose. And and your 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 business, your coaching, and the things that you do, you know, you help kind of open people's eyes, so to speak, to that and become more aware of it. And so I really applaud that effort. That's awesome. No, it's, thank you. Thank you. You can't have success without it. You just, yeah, yeah. It's I, I also like in the past have interviewed a lot of hypnotherapists and people who are in that space, and they tell me that. They can fix some a smoker in one session. They're like, and and this, everybody says it, and they're like, do you know why? I was like, I have no idea why. Right. <laughs> He's like, they're saying because you can actually equate the reason why you smoke. And ninety percent of people who smoke thought it was cool when they were young, and it was something that they did, and they can wrap their heads around that idea of right. why they smoke. And okay, you're you know you're. 35 year old man now you're, you're cool you don't have to do that anymore and they kind of like release it sure they said changing a person's diet yep is virtually like uh, uh, solving uh, world peace it's yep. just because there's so many things that are interconnected with that kind of idea and that's what i try to do as a coach as well is kind of really identifying the habits i mean you know people eat to celebrate people eat when they're sad people yeah. it's like it's it, it find out kind of why what your triggers might be and then you kind of identify those kinds of things and you can correct it if you need to just understand why you do it yeah it's like one of the, you know becca does uh she's my assistant but she also does our our weight loss um group here with country doctor and and that's one of the things i've heard her tell him all this time she goes you know to think back to it when you had a baby Food was a reward system. Food was, if they're upset, or they're, you offer them food. You put a bottle in their mouth, or you know, and it's like, and I yeah. never thought of it until I heard her say that at the very first uh, session. She started back in January of this year, and that was, that that's so true. We reach for a bottle or we reach for something to give a child. So the relationship yeah. with food is developed from like day one. Oh, totally. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I just have a family who, like I said, they, they'll eat in celebration or yep. in sadness. <laughs> so it's like, where do you find that line where you just automatically just go for something with, without consciously understanding why that's the case? Sure. And when people start getting that, they, they get it's just like, um, it's, again, bringing it back to smoking, like some people I, like I, who I've known quit. One of the hardest things that they can do is like go to a social event or a bar. It's just like it's almost like it's automatic. Yep. And once they acknowledge that that's the connection, they they, they get over it a lot easier. They sure. have to understand why you do the things you do too. 
Yeah. Once you're aware of that, and you, you then you you become aware of it, and then the, the, the it empowers you to see the harm. Correct. And and yeah. then you can start breaking out of that cycle. Our experience, and, and you can you can tell me yours that sometimes in a lot of cases it takes anywhere from three to six months of close monitoring. Meaning like food logs the whole time or something. I mean, it's, this is a topic that just constantly comes around and we just keep working on it and keep working on it. But it can take some time to get those new disciplines in place. I, you know, our our situation has been anywhere from, you know, three to six months in, in a lot of cases. Not all, but it takes some time. What's your experience been with that? Oh, totally. Uh, it's th- it's easy three to six months because, again, like just, just even working on this, the, the, the surface stuff, the deal. Just sure. getting past that phase, you're already into your third month, and you know, like you said, keep in constant contact with them to kind of understand. Yep. Like, all right, you have to log this so that they become aware. And it's a slippery slope, and it's hard to break these habits. Sure, it really is. Absolutely. Do you find that um, the people that come to you are are they are are they geared towards like weight loss? Do they already kind of come to you with a little bit of an understanding that they know they've got to get their diet under control, or do they come to you with like a variety of different health concerns that they want to find out if your coaching is going to can help with that? What's what's your client look like? Ninety uh, percent is weight loss. Okay, it's, it's you know, um, it's and it's just um, it, it it's on everybody's mind. It, yeah. You know, I don't know anybody. I shouldn't say I don't know anybody because you know, obviously, there's some people who are what doing well with their weight. But it just it's like the gateway to a lot of other things. So, sure. like, and it's even like something that um, when I advertise or kind of talk, you know, to people, I always do like fat loss 101, and that kind of brings yeah. the most people. And then then you start opening up other things who people who want to do other things. But everybody's interested in that concept because sure. most people do struggle. Sure. Okay. So when you uh, when you finally get somebody going, is it is you meet with them like once a week, once every two weeks? Do you do like like we're doing now, like a little? You can do FaceTime. How and can you do long distance clients? I would ask that as well because I'm curious. Yeah, no, I definitely do. This is like a, 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 one of the most popular methods that I go with. I like Skype. I like FaceTime. I like um, this method face to face, so that you know we can actually sure. Uh, talk and stuff like that um i always go like i prefer a weekly call um i think that the weekly calls are best with like email access basically that's unlimited with the client um but i do tailor it and i try to make it up to them because I, i've had situations and i'll throw my mail clients under the bus this time they don't like talking every week they don't like talking at all <laughs> so they're kind of like they just want to kind of tell me what to do and um i'll get back to you in two weeks tell you how i did and i'm like that's fine i i don't want to you know like just push a, a, my agenda because i think this works what i kind of meet them where they have to be sure. but yeah it's definitely um um 99% uh, in this fashion over, you know, over Skype, over like a FaceTime kind of thing, okay. over the phone, um, you know, and, and the distance, that's the beauty of technology. It sure. doesn't matter. It's it doesn't awesome. Matter. Like you can get me your, your food log by email. We can do this. Like, and it, it, there's no issue whatsoever. Yeah. And that's what people do. I, and, and at the end of the day, the coaching is about the support and the kind sure. of accountability factor that, you know, I'll call you out on something like, you know, I thought you were going to do this. Day. I thought that was our goal. Like kind of right. set the goals, you know, yeah. and 
people appreciate that. It's just yep. that, you know, the, the health coaching space is, is so much like the life coaching space and the business yep. coaching space where we're trying to set up goals and accountability for a client. So yep. that they feel the motivation and people, you know, I, I didn't understand that concept when I was younger but it, it, it's so good to have that. And people, I think human beings actually yearn for that. Yes. And um, I also like to kind of do the group thing because I think the group setting, and you could do this over, you know, technology as well, sure. through Zoom and stuff, have a couple of people hold the group together. I, that's why I think, like, even though I don't necessarily agree with everything that Weight Watchers promotes i think sure. the most fundamental thing that they're doing absolutely brilliantly is having a team and a support system yeah. where people get together and are rooting for each other and holding each other accountable yep and totally that agree community that they create is amazing so yeah. i definitely give them credit for that as well yeah i totally agree so i'm going to shift gears just a little bit because i want to spend the last third of our time together um today on Kind of some of the things that I mean. There's no question in talking with you. You have that, you know, that passion, the desire, that commitment to help the individual person. I'm curious also as to what is the future of of Health Coach Academy. What where, what what direction are you wanting to take that and go in and see it in like five years from now? Where do you want to be? What do you want to be doing with uh, with Health Coach Academy? Well, for Health Coach Academy, what my my ultimate vision is, and just so the, you know, the audience kind of gets an idea where I got that from. I kind of felt like, um, again, I, trying to help other coaches really understand what clients need, uh, what we need to do business wise, um, just to stay afloat. Because I, I'm I'm concerned about the space just being too saturated. Mm-hmm. We're not getting the message across that we are. Uh, uh, major players in the health and wellness of the country, the world, etc. So what I do, and I and I really enjoy this, is really profiling like yourself, like people who are doing awesome things and running successful business, helping you know hundreds of people get better health in a business style that's unique in your and your own. Gotcha. What happens with us is like you know we kind of get into this cookie cutter kind of thing where we're just saying this is the only way we can do health coaching gotcha. and like you know I, like like i said you you run a fantastic operation you know like the people who i interview have just unique things and it's just i i hope that health coach academy eventually is a resource for health coaches that they can get ideas because that's the that, that's what it is you can't um you can't become something if you don't see it that's right and, the, the more people see different mechanisms how to do it. When's your first people. summit? When's your first summit? That's the big thing uh, right now. I, yeah. Put it together. I, I, we'll be there. I got to get a team. If you're on my team, let's do it. I'm on your team, baby. I will fly out. I'll be your longest distance guy for sure. Unless you pull some folks out of Colorado, which you probably will. Because it's like 45 minutes south of us is a mecca. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I, it's healthy. I mean, Colorado is like the bodybuilding capital of the world. Really? In Or in this, at least in the United States. It is the bodybuilding uh, state is, of all the states in the in the country. It's number one in the, in the country for bodybuilding. So with wow. that comes all those things that you're touching on, that you're experiencing. I mean, it's... 
uh, or maybe you should you should come out here and do a summit. I don't, you know, I don't, we we need to talk Good. about this more. <laughs> now, now listen, you know, you have my information. We can connect. <laughs> I would love to do that. Would love to. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm very pleased with all the things that that uh, that you've got going. It's very attractive to me to to have a chance to talk with you and to kind of get some insight. Uh, regarding you know your your academy, the direction you want to take it, your experience, and uh, and you you know you touched on some things about you know concern about you know the saturation of of what's going on and and we kind of touched on this some weeks ago, and I think that as long as you know you're getting people really good results and you're giving them excellent service, you as a coach will continue to grow and thrive, and 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 continue to go in the direction that you want to prosper in. By by as a, as a byproduct of helping these people get results, and I just I know I I connect with that with you, and I appreciate that yes. that you you said no, that message. Thank you. Likewise, likewise, yeah, no, it's um it's important, you know, and um it's also great like when we see people who do it and are successful and, and can make a living, and you know not feel like oh I gotta <laughs> I gotta quit this because I, I, that's a lot of um health coaches coming out of school yeah you know they, they, they don't feel like that they have that opportunity or that there's other avenues it's just right. um it's meant there's so many ways that you can get your work out there help people and be satisfied and that, that's you know I'm, I'm glad you touched on this because from the business standpoint or get you know distribution of good education good good information i mean this is obviously this platform and other platforms like it you know 10 years ago we didn't have this opportunity you know to right right to yeah. have to be able to distribute uh, quality information that's clinically based, that has results, it's, it's time tested, and and now that we have that, do you find that maybe some of the the people that you know are, are hesitant to like jump into it and just do it? I mean, are they holding back? Are they doing other things? What 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 are they? What are the coaches doing to build their businesses? Oh, that's the thing. I think a lot of us uh, have struggled to figure out what to do with the business part. Like, you know, we get into this with the passion of helping people help, 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 help. You know, like that's just right. what, that, that's what we want to do. Right. But we don't, you know, I shouldn't say we in, in, in overall, but I think there's an overall feel like, you know, like I, I just want to read about health. I want to just do the health stuff and they don't take enough time to acknowledge the importance of the business side because yeah i can have all the information in the world but if nobody's listening to me or if they can't find me and it is you know like my message isn't going to get out there yep. um and we definitely don't think of that when we're going into this we're just like i said with it we're healers we want to heal <laughs> that's yeah, it exactly we, and then and then again like most of our personalities we you know and i guess i'll be very general of course but we tend to have that that neglect of valuing what we do like we don't want to put a price tag on yep a service and we want to help people we almost feel like it's it's a dirty kind of thing yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i gotta charge you this amount of money and they kind of like they don't they feel funny about it i know because we're supposed to be like these i don't know like benevolent beings (laughs) i don't know um but you have to eat too so it's like (laughs) right Yeah, that's so true. You know, I, I when I first came into the business, you know, November first of two thousand and one, um, and then you know, within the, about four, three or four year period there, my father, you know, he re- kind of semi retired. Um, 
I couldn't do it the way he did. The business basically, you know, we lost 40, anywhere from 45 to 55% of our revenue. Uh, in some cases, 60% of our revenue gone, you know. And so I had to come up with a way to kind of rebuild that and reinvent me in the process of fulfilling that passion. Because you're absolutely right. We love to help people, right? And, and so placing a monetary value on that is challenging for us. Um, because we, we associate it, like you say, with, well, that's dirty, or I don't want to talk about that, or, or whatever, and we have to be fairly compensated uh, for what we're doing, as long as, you know, my odd attitude has been, try to deliver more than what you're getting, you know, mm-hmm. try to keep yeah. that, that ratio a little higher value than what they're actually paying for, in terms of either availability, answering questions, free content, um, you know, doing classes that are free, I mean, there's a ton of things that I do education-wise, We do a class, well, we do a class every week, basically. Somewhere we're doing a class every week. Um, You know, we're doing a radio show twice a month. We're doing my podcast, this right here, uh, you know, anywhere from uh, two to three times a week. And so I think that as long as we're giving people more than what they're paying for, I don't think it becomes, it no longer becomes an issue after a while, and we're able uh, able to be compensated fairly for the value that we bring. Oh, totally. So, and I, I think you were the one who told me, which I, I, once you said this, it just blew my mind, and I'm like, this is my mantra. It's like sales is. It, you only get a funny feeling on sales when it's the used car sales. Exactly. And he, he jerked you over somehow. Yeah, yeah. But I remember, remember this when, conversation. <laughs> I, I thought that was. I'll never forget it. It, it, it was yeah. it, it hit it on the nose. So, like you said, you give more more value, more content, and you leave uh, someone with an experience that they are blown away by. Yes, you're, you've done your you've your done your job, piece and that and and they'll feel great about it. Yeah, and I think too for us, you know, coaches, whether you're doing herbology, naturopathic work, whatever the whatever the the modality is, is if you educate people in a way, let me rephrase that. When you talk to somebody about what you do, I try to remember that I'm not talking to them. I'm talking to their friends and their family and their husband or wife, right, or their brother or the workout buddy the next day. I try to remember and communicate that simply so that I know they're going to tell somebody about the conversation, and, I, and, I'm, and when we, we're educating them in that moment how to build my business for me. Yes. So I don't just think about how can I help you in the moment. That's the micro, like the, the, you know, in the moment kind of stuff. But the bigger picture is I'm communicating with you in a way that allows you to connect dots for others and help me build my business because I don't have a $50,000 a month marketing budget. Right, exactly. You know, we're all like solopreneurs, you know what I mean? I mean, we're all kind of... We're individual businesses. We try to come together and support and help and nurture each other in our in our individual successes as a group. But at the at the end of the day, we still are the one responsible for building the business, for acquiring that client, for putting them on the right path. And part of that right path is not just about their own health, but the ability to educate their family, friends, coworkers in a meaningful way so that we can let them build our business for us. And I think that's one of the things that we... I mean that's that could be a topic for a whole other discussion. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. And that's you know that's uh, like the audience that you're speaking to is a lot broader than the one in front of you. So that's perfect. Totally- well put. Well put. Well put. 
So listen, we're we're going to wrap this up here in the next few minutes. What um, any other comments or, or or things that you want to make sure that the listeners of uh, of Total Wellness walk away with, and and you know little pearls that you know are going to benefit them. Uh, by all means, give it a little thought. And and uh, and uh, what's your parting comments for us? Yeah, parting comments. Uh, I, I guess you know. Uh, Give give health coaches a chance. <laughs> you know, <Right. laughs> it's one of those kind of things. Like, um, it, it's a different experience that you get with a health coach than you might get with you know your doctor, your nutritionist, and not to again throw them under the bus by any stretch. Sure. Um, we're taking it in in a diff, uh, a little broader uh, perspective. Sure. Know? Like I said, you know, I, I always get people in on the nuts and bolts thing of losing weight and we definitely go down a rabbit hole that they'd be satisfied like you know we address a lot of different things and, and you know you get quality time with the health coach you know you're not getting rushed out of uh the doctor's office because they have 50 patients lined up and they just got to move and they don't have you know the opportunity to get a question in at all that's what we're here for we're here to kind of coach teach um serve is we're really just here to kind of get you on a path where you don't need us for the rest of your life you know we're just really just trying to let you understand on your own and really grow in in that perspective so yeah yeah, that's what i would say i I think the experience that people have with health coaches are always uh positive and they they, that's you know 99 percent of the time of course uh, and and they enjoy it they find out a lot about themselves and they, they start to realize that um it's not only about food. It's 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 about your relationships. It's about yeah. your job. It's about your stress. And you know, there's a lot of things that trigger us to unhealthy behaviors that we might not be aware of on the surface. And sure. health coaches definitely unearth a lot sure. of that, which is a very cool thing. Yeah. Well, that's excellent. I so thank you so much for you taking time out of your schedule and uh, you know to be with me on this. Um, I think I mentioned at the beginning of the show was episode 55. It was actually episode 56, so I'll make that correction right now. And <laughs> All we're right, going you, you're to, rocking uh, and rolling. That's yeah, great. well, we're getting some out there, man. Well, I'm, I'm not as high-tech as you yet, though. I don't have the... Uh, <laughs> I don't have the editing goodies in place yet, so... That's all I have. I mean, I, this is my first uh, FaceTime messenger kind of <laughs> video cast. Well, it's so. good. Let's do it again sometime real tune, my friend. All right. Take we'll do it again. Care. Take care. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Take all right. Care. Thanks again for having me. You bet. Thanks again for joining us on Total Wellness, episode 56, and we look forward to having you tune in next time. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Total Wellness Radio. We appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to tune in to all of our interviews and the life-changing natural approaches you can take with your health. For those of you who haven't had a chance yet, please do subscribe. And when you get a chance, also leave a review on this podcast or other episodes that you've enjoyed from Total Wellness Radio.